From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, I saw something and I, I pulled it out for us to just start with this morning. I guess people are really excited about hugging again. You have been to your vaccinated family and friends, but hugging was something that, remember when we actually said, do you think we'll ever hug again? Yeah, like I remember that. that handshaking? Yeah, handshaking. Have you ever wondered what makes the perfect hug? Like the Always. length? Well, so, uh, the Tanya, length. I was thinking like body types. <laughs> well, to, <laughs> to you, Tanya, what's the perfect hug length? Mm, 20 seconds. It's too long, they say. No. Like a 20 uh, second hold is a long hold. That's like you're, they're departing overseas you mean, and you may never see them again. Hug. Yeah. Sometimes Michael and I do. We, call, we actually call it our 20 second hug. When we're stressed or when we like have had a crazy day, I just say 20 second hug and then we that's, hug for 20 seconds and it really cute. does something and like resets your mind. That's but cute. 20 second hug to see Tanya at lunch, that's like way too long. No, they say five to 10 <laughs> seconds is average. I mean, a 20 second hug is like a nap on someone's shoulder. It's so nice, though. Tanya does hug for that long, though. It's so true. <laughs> Extremely brief hugs should be avoided because okay. they seem disingenuous. So it's yeah. like five, It's like seven seconds, I guess, is the sweet spot. My nephews hug like that. It's like, hey, what's up? Huh? Well, I, that's the way, <laughs> I, that's I way bros hug bros. What's up, bro? It's just one hand slap yeah. on the back and a little pat. But I'm like their aunt. I want to like, oh, I want to squeeze them. I'm literally that aunt. I want to squeeze them and yeah. kiss them all over. Well, that, that all makes sense. Sissy, you were just saying, some, what happened with your freezer at home? I had a little bit of an emergency last Friday while we were on the show, while we were doing the show. And I didn't tell you guys, but... Well, wait, while we were doing the show, you had an emergency and didn't flinch because we were looking at you for five hours. No, and it was like right in like 8.30-ish, like right in the middle. So you were being um, dishonest with us. You weren't telling us what was going on. I was working, so I was trying to deal with both, I guess. I did Well what I what know. happened? So I get a text message. Yeah, I get a text message from Michael and he goes, Emergency, mm. what's the make and model number of our fridge freezer in the kitchen? And I'm little I like I see you that text. That, yeah, you don't have that like but, running around. And your so pocket. I'm kinda of just like, I don't even know. And then like it's just like text message, like they keep going off, like, I need this. We need to call a technician. Everything's broken. SOS. Like it's just he's freaking out, right? And I really doesn't like it doesn't register like how serious it is because I'm not out there and I have yeah. no idea. Long story short, our freezer, some converter, I don't know, that's supposed to like make it cold and make the fridge cold. Everything broke. Power. And so yeah, whatever. It was just completely off, right? And all of my breast milk is in that freezer. Oh, so no. this oh, was the emergency. No. So, well, at least Michael identified it as a nine one one. I mean, he, I, I, at least he recognized it as to be a big problem. Thousand percent, yes. So, so we have a little tiny, I guess you could call it like a beverage fridge that we keep in the backyard for the kids' juices and beers and things like that. So he empties that fridge out. Puts as much of our, my breast milk in the little tiny freezer of that mini fridge, which is not big. No. And once your breast milk thaws, you really can't refreeze it again. And then you only have seven days to, or like five to seven days to use that milk before it goes bad. So that means that like my months and months are all. I'm looking at a picture. All these packages, breast milk in the freezer. Yes. Anything that's not red. Right. And that, that man down there, that's the technician that showed up at 11 a.m. to fix our fridge. 
Oh, and I, so I didn't we, know who that was, the ponytail down there. Yeah, he had a really long ponytail. So we, we get all of our coolers that we have in the house and start putting my freezer bags in there. Well, why would I say we? It's, this is all him because I'm still on the show with you guys. So he goes, I need your help, please. Again, these text messages are going off. And so I'm literally like, I am working. I can't help you. I'm so sorry. Like, what do you want me to do? Long story short, I bought a freezer for him while we were on the air on BestBuy.com and it did the curbside pickup. He went and picked it up. We were able to put all of my breast milk in that freezer Woo! and save it. Hey, if that, within if, a two-hour span of like troubleshooting. Well, a couple of things. If Best Buy's not a sponsor of this show after that story, I don't know who is. <laughs> They're not. And second of all, how much did you lose? Did you have to redo any to we make up for only, what you lost? We lost probably like ten bags that that it completely thawed out, but we were able to use them as the milk that day and the next day, basically. The but things you just don't think about when you're doing a radio show and raising a child. <laughs> it does not cross your mind. But so I wanna... now we have like a giant deep freezer in our garage, which we're those people now. And thank you, Best Buy, for being there in a pinch. Sisney, mm-hmm. are you, I was reading what the TSA is letting us bring through and take on an airplane. Are you allowed to bring frozen breast milk if you're traveling to your family's home? Yeah, it's my understanding that anything baby related, you are allowed to come through, even if it was like water for your formula. Yes. So if it were liquid breast milk, you could bring it through? We should look it up. Yeah. No, you definitely can't. And I know you could bring it through at like, like SoFi Stadium. I rolled through with my breast pumps and everything. Makes sense. You, they you can't can take deny. A casserole, you should be able to take a bag of breast. See, milk. that's where it gets tricky. I feel food. We should do. We should do a whole. We can do some research on this and figure out what you can bring through if you're going to be traveling for Thanksgiving. Because yeah, I feel I like it changes every year. Going to research that right now. Actually, let's take a break and I'll get into my research mode. Put your research hat on. And see what we find out. So here's what my initial research determined on what you can bring. Uh, breast milk. So we're talking about can you pack breast milk when you're going home for Thanksgiving through TSA? Formula breast milk and juice for infants or toddlers are permitted in reasonable quantities mm-hmm. through the security checkpoint. So I think there you have it. That makes sense. Yeah. Anything for baby, they're not going to deny. Yeah, it's great. Okay, good. Yeah. You got to let give, give, they're just saying, hey, you know, give us a heads up. Give us a heads up. You're coming through with that, right? Keep that line moving. All right. Today's quote. In a second. Now, the morning hack. So when do you have your Thanksgiving meal? We like it in the middle of the day. I really prefer two. Everyone hates me for it. Exactly. They act like that. I like two. I know it's early, but it just makes it for a longer day on the backside. And I'm not a fan of eating late and then having to it be dark and it's the end, right? It's like the end of the movie. It's dark at four now. Right, because the the movie's over. 4.30. Yeah, the, yeah. The Thanksgiving Day the movie ends if it's night. If you eat at eight, it's over. It's done. There's no, it's no too late. That is way too late. I what think we do like five thirty. It's late. Five thirty. It's late. It's dark. Too late. Like eight it. p.m. We're just starting. The well, party's look, just do you guys stay up later than some? Tanya, when do y'all eat? We usually eat around like five. It's late. So <laughs> they listen. The Atlantic magazine they took into consideration meal prep time, <laughs> digestion, late night snacks, tradition, etiquette, a bunch of factors, and they okay. said that most people in America have their Thanksgiving meal at four p.m. Mm-mm. 
That's uh, pretty good. I mean, they, they, they did. They did the research. It's and that's okay. what they said. It's too late. I don't hate it. Have <laughs> guests arrive around 2, 2.30, mingle. Mm, I like guests at 11. Matter of fact, I think I'm doing mine at noon this year. I think five's the way to go. Noon's cute because you can play right? games. Yeah. Exactly. And then when noon, are you done? Three? Noon's noon. not cute. Because then people cute. are coming literally in the morning. Who's coming? No, no it's so coming. cute. They come at noon and then you eat at two. The, there and then are you play no games. people coming, guys. It's no day. Because there's no people coming. I mean, we're all doing well, it separately. Christmas, we're all doing it together. This is like an individual thing. You're not going to be alone on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Yeah, from, come on. Not, not far from it. Patty? You're going to be like those parents that has a, their kid's birthday party at 9 a.m. That is the worst. Who does that? How is that the worst? Yeah, it's I like just, that. I just, no. Like, let why'd me wake you, up. Why you peg me to wait till nine? <laughs> oh, you want it earlier? Pancake started party? seven. Pancake started seven. <laughs> no, don't be that. I didn't you have that idea. You want pancake it's breakfast? It's kind of cute. A pancake breakfast with the kids yeah. rolling up 730? <laughs> yeah. All right. Everything's today's done by noon. Don't say maybe if you want to say no. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, happy birthday, Haley Bieber today. Haley oh, Bieber is celebrating Haley. a birthday. Tanya, hey. you talked to her, right? Well, I mean, we don't talk on the reg, but last time I saw her at the Justin Bieber concert, she said that she listens to us on her way to the gym every morning. Well, Haley, if you're on your way to the gym this morning, happy 25th birthday. Let's get to the headlines. Sissy, what do you have? Well, you know, a joyous scene of what was marching bands and children dancing in Santa hats turned deadly in an instant as an SUV sped through barricades and into a Christmas parade in suburban Milwaukee, killing at least five people and injuring more than 40 others. Investigators are examining whether the driver may have been fleeing from a crime when he crashed into the parade goers. Add Christmas trees to the list of items facing shortages and higher prices this year. Several factors are driving the trend, including over-the-top sales last year during the first Christmas during the COVID-19 pandemic and supply chain issues this year. Experts say tree buyers should expect to pay between 10% and even up to 30% more for both live trees and artificial trees this year and also have a smaller selection to choose from. And Justin Herbert threw a 53-yard touchdown pass to Mike Williams with two minutes and 17 seconds remaining as the Chargers rallied to hold off the Pittsburgh Steelers last night at SoFi Stadium. The Chargers ended up winning 41-37. to And on Saturday, UCLA scored its most points ever, beating USC 66-33. to The Rams had a bye week. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So it was a big night for the Chargers last night. They beat the Steelers 41-37. Our oh. guy, our guy, Justin Herbert, yeah. you were there. Uh-huh. What was it like to be there to watch it all go down? It was, you know, we were ahead, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, it gets so close. We yeah. tied it, and so now it's like, oh, my gosh, we didn't tie it. They, they caught up to us. And, yeah, we're on the edge of our seats, and I feel like everybody stayed until the end. We had to actually sit in our the parking lot for another hour, probably hour and a half. So you didn't try and beat traffic. Stadium. You stayed to watch the whole thing. We stayed till the very end, and then and then we just threw the football around with my nephew because he was just we were just hanging out. We honestly right. we started eating chips and salsa again and just waiting for the what traffic. A fun to outing die. for the family. 
Right? It is. I mean, it's a whole experience, especially because we were there early. We tailgated. We Michael made tacos. It was uh, really fun. Did he make the tacos ahead of time and then serve them there, or did he make them there? I think he bought them already marinated from Vallarta. And, okay. and, and he also, put them to, he assembled them there? Yeah, and so then he, assembled, he grilled them there and then assembled them there, and then he bought all the stuff for it. It was really, really good. Well, so I, over the weekend, my phone starts just ringing off the hook. Oh. I thought, it was like... I mean, it was the, a, a guy that I had worked with before when I worked on the Olympics in London and in Rio. Okay. Yeah. So it was a sports guy, NBC sports guy. Sports. Yeah. I thought, well, that's strange. He's calling. Probably wants to mm-hmm. say hi, right? So, hello. He says, hey, oh my gosh, so great to hear your voice. Would you want to do us a favor? Who's us? Sunday Night Football on NBC. Ooh. I Ooh. said, what? Me? Yeah. What do you need? <laughs> he said, would you like to do the teaser at the beginning of the game? I said, I'm, I'm nervous, and, and am I qualified? Yeah. And he said, yeah, you know, we'll send you the, the copy, and you just sit in your radio studio, and you read it. And so I came in yesterday morning to do it. You didn't see it because you weren't watching TV. Well, no, Is that why your eyebrows are darker? My eyebrows are darker, but not for that. I actually just darkened them over the weekend. Oh, uh, I was like, <laughs> but that's, oh. but not not for this because this was just my voice. But I was, uh. it's, I was flattered to do it. How it's cool. so, it's so fun. I try I to sound, you know, sporty and sporty. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. So you didn't see it, Sissini. Well, how could I have seen it? No, I mean, unless they played it at SoFi, which I still didn't see. It, no, they played it on. NBC, TV. the telecast right at the beginning. So here's here's what they had me do. And I was literally, I came in, I was, we do this every day. I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted, to, I wanted like... to do it right. I wanted to do it well. I wanted to, right. I w- wanted them to be happy they called me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At first I was like, you're, you know that you're calling me from the sports department. <laughs> so here we go. Here's what, uh, what they did. Los Angeles, California. It's like some people are just destined to shine here. So could it have been fate that brought him around? A kid straight out of Central Casting with all the talent in the world to back up all that amazing hair. California. And they show a shot of, you know, his hair and everything. And then... <laughs> now the thing is, they'll love you here when you splash on the scene as an instant star. But there are no guarantees after that. So tonight, as this kid takes the Sunday night stage for the very first time... Maybe there's no better time to find out what destiny might really have in store for him. Sunday night football. Boom. <laughs> and that was it. That was my what? big break. Oh, so good. Uh, it was my big break. I did it. Yeah, it was Th- very cool. Does ABC care that you do stuff for NBC? Like, is well, there now like that, why, Now you bring that up, I, I mean, it wasn't on the radar until you start saying stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, ask for forgiveness, I mean, not for permission. Forgiveness That's, for not permission. Do you uh-huh. have a favorite child? <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I I just did it. I was so excited. Too late I was now. Giddy about it. Yeah. Anyway, that's cool. I want to actually see it. It was very fun. It was very fun. Your your sports voice is cool. Gotcha. Well, really listen, like it. it's because I played so many growing up that I can just jump right. right back into that. Just so rugged. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different than your voice here. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, this is like not this. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I love it when you are on a road trip and you do stay somewhere and they offer you the free continental breakfast. I mean, it's when I think that 
a Danish or a croissant or a bagel does not count in terms of calories because it's a right. free breakfast with overnight stay. I'm a or fan. A well, that's the thing. Wait until you hear this. If you are an eater of food, listen, because this is TikTok. I mean, all kinds of things being exposed on TikTok, but things that I'm glad are being exposed. Yeah, so, exactly. So, this is about waffle batter, waffle batter. All right. Specifically on top of everything else, actually. Okay. Well, what do you know? And this is for anybody that ever has stayed in a hotel that's offered a free breakfast. Tiffany? And I think when you have kids, when you look at hotels and they say free breakfast, you think, wow, I'm saving because that just makes it so convenient. We can just run downstairs and grab the breakfast. Um, and this is making me rethink everything now when we book a hotel. So this girl named Brandy, she's on TikTok, and she has worked in the hotel industry, she says, for like 15, 20 years, something long, right? So she starts sharing some of her experiences with the free food. She says, absolutely don't do it if a hotel offers free food because when it comes down to the cleaning, ingredients, first of all, get reused. Cooking Ooh. equipment isn't properly cleaned. She explained that one time they made her basically just wipe everything with a paper towel over and over again. So the dirt and the grime just builds up on the tables, on everything. And then she went on to describe the waffle machine. And she says that batter that you see at the waffle machine doesn't get replaced until it starts smelling like beer. I don't even know what that feels or well, smells like. I, I, it's, it's spoiled is what that is. Right. And so is this because they just in some places might not take care of it because it's free and they figure we don't have to take good care of it? Yeah. They just don't care at that point. Right. Think about it. They probably make a bunch of batter for the waffles, and they think a lot of people are going to eat it, but they don't, so they just put the batter back in the fridge for the next day, and they just kind of keep doing but it. But when it smells like beer, they shouldn't put it out. Exactly. I, I did a segment years and years ago on when it was Star 98.7. It's now Alt, right, where Woody works? Mm -hmm. And I did a – it was live in the afternoon, Lisa Fox and I, and it, people called in that worked at restaurants, name brand restaurants that we all know, and they yeah. told me, and I put on the air, stories of things they have done anonymously or seen done by employees of fast food places, chains that we all know, chains that yeah. we all know, and chains that we love. And so I, bummer. they told me it was as gross as you can imagine, and many did not tell me their names. They did tell me often Sometimes on the air live, they would not tell me, and I could not put the name of the company up on the air. I was not allowed to. Management would not let me. And then other times they called, and I wrote down a list and had to strike. I could not say it. I knew the name of the places, but I could not say it. So in my mind, I have chains we know and some of these yeah. stories of what people do in kitchens that I was not permitted or allowed to say the names of the chains on the air because I was going to be fired, if so, because some of them may have or may not have been sponsors at the time. True that. What I Have you any of you guys worked in a restaurant before? I've only sold Christmas trees and worked as a DJ. So, so I worked, one of my first jobs was at a little Italian restaurant in Los Alamitos. It's no longer there. I'm not even going to so say sad. the name because it was a staple. And it was my first job, so I really didn't know protocol and i hope that all of this stuff is is no more especially now post pandemic and all that but they have they would put out these little chopped up tomatoes and pesto and give you bread and you put it on the table with parmesan cheese so there was a three containers parmesan cheese 
the chopped up tomatoes and the pesto and then the basket of bread. Oh, no. And I'm a sucker for all that stuff on the table. It was delicious. Um, mm. If it When we would go to clean up the tables, if it looked like it had not been used, they would make us scoop it back into the containers. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, and I'm not, I'm not, by the way, that's nothing compared to the stuff that I was told of things okay. that happen inside Are these you kitchens. kidding me? This is nothing. like double dipping. People probably still dip their uh, bread. Yeah. You think double dipping is going to scare me after what I know? Well, what no. do you know? Okay. I can't say. I want to restore. I want to restore some faith in the food industry because I worked for a coffee shop in Orange County called the Daily Grind, and every oh. day when we didn't when we didn't finish the food that was fresh baked, freshly baked every day, we mm-hmm. would go and we would take it down to give it to the homeless people that were near any of the stores, and we had a fresh batch every single day, no reused food. That's fantastic. That was not a chain, right? There was five of them in Orange County. I guess that's yeah. a chain. Yeah. Well, I, all right. Small well, chain. there's a lot of nothing in that conversation we just had, but you know what we're saying. Wink, wink. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7, Kiss FM. And now let's shift into it. This is Matt and Cerritos. Check this out. You got to listen carefully on this. It's Ryan's Roses. And Matt says he saw a text pop up on his dad's phone. His dad's phone. He's calling about his parents. And it made him sick to his stomach. So let me get Matt. Matt, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Doing well. Thank you. Good, Matt. Well, so you saw this text come up on your dad's phone. And it now led you to want to know if your dad is cheating on your mom. What do you see in this text, Matt? Yeah, so I was at my parents' house the other day, and um, my dad left his phone on the counter uh, while he was in the backyard. And um, I saw a text popped up that, uh, you know, seemed to be from another woman, and it just made me sick to my stomach. I mean, I need to know if he's cheating on my mom. I can't even imagine that feeling. Now, have we thought through... How this goes when you're checking up on your parents? What did the text say? Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've been racking my brain around this, like, for the last few days. I mean, I, you know, I thought about going, you know, right to my mom, uh, but I have two younger sisters, you know, living in the house who are in high school, and, you know, I don't want to break up my parents' marriage if this is not true. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to go with my mom with this info, uh, unless I know for sure. And, you know, well, that's where you guys come in. All right. Uh, so okay. basically, if he sends my mom flowers, uh, you know, you'll just call him and, and, you know, call him back and hang up. But, you know, I'm concerned because uh, the text said, I-, I can't stop thinking about you. Uh, Saturday can't get here soon enough. Heart emoji, heart emoji and kissy face. And uh, it came from Wesley. And my mom's name is Catherine. All right, hold on one second, Matt. Hold on. I feel weird about this. Why? Because it's not it's directly not him. Yeah. I don't know that we can yeah. do it, can we? Uh... The difference is I have permission from a principal in the relationship to do this. Right, I, I, Mark, right. have we done this with a son or daughter of I, a parent? I believe we have done this before. So there's precedent? Yes, there is precedent. So I can do it? We can try it. I mean, look, they can hang up. They don't want to talk to us. I I feel a little more comfortable if it were someone in the relationship asking about it. 
rather than someone witnessing the relationship, not even in it asking about it, even though that's their son, Matt. And he hasn't even gone to his dad yet. Like, he hasn't even... Right, and we're going to put that on the air. Them. You know what I mean? Like, we're not last resort at this point. Like, he hasn't even tried to talk it out with either one of them. All right, let me suspend it's my a thought. Kid concerned, kid concerned about his parents. Right. Mm-hmm. This is Matt who thinks his dad's cheating, and he wants to know if his dad's cheating on his mom, but we've never met his mom or his dad. So I'll suspend my opinion on it or my action on it and just go. Matt? Yeah, I'm here, guys. All right, we're, we're going to see what we can find out. So, Susie, who are we calling? We'll call your dad and see if he sends roses to your mom. So we'll do it like a normal way. Oh. We'll do it and a normal way. we want to see way. if he sends roses to your mom. Or what was the other woman's name in the text, Matt? Her name was Leslie, but my mom's Leslie. name is Catherine. Right. Okay. So we that's what we know. Here we go. Matt, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call your dad on KISS FM. Okay. Ryan, you have my permission to call my dad on KISS FM. Well, what's his name? His name is... Okay. So we're going to call him now. Matt, be very quiet. We're not quite sure how this is going to go, but let's see what we can find out. And then once we tell him he's on the air, I'll bring you in. All right, Matt? Okay. Thank you. All right. Good luck. So, again, Matt saw a text on his dad's phone and thinks that his dad's cheating. We want to find out. His mom's name is Catherine. Here we go. Good luck. Hello? Hi, is this Barry? Yes. Hi, Barry. My name is Valerie. I'm calling from the floral shop. We actually service the Cerritos area. How are you doing this morning? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So we're offering local residents right now a promotion today. It's actually a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. Um, like I said, they're free. Oh. We don't want any cash or credit card info or anything from you. We just hope that you refer us to friends and family if you like our arrangements. Just trying to promote our business. It's something we do once a month. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, sure. That sounds great. I can, I can do that. I can send some people to you. Okay, I just need the name of the person you want to send them to. Uh, sure, right you there. can, you can send them to Leslie, and uh, you can just say Love B. Love B. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I, so I'm assuming this is romantic. I have some romantic cards that have like hearts around the border and stuff. Is that fine? Uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds great. Barry. Hello? Barry, stay where you are. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I have your son, Matt, on the line. Barry, what's your um, wife's, Barry, what's your wife's name? Catherine. Catherine. How are you then sending Leslie red roses with a love B on the card? Wait, I'm sorry, I'm on the radio? Yes, you are. And I have your son, Matt, listening in. So, Barry, could you explain why you're sending Leslie these flowers, love B? Maddie, Maddie, what's going on? What are you doing? Dad, who's Leslie? Uh, She's she's no one, son. She's no one. She's no one. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. You know, I, I saw that text that you got from this Leslie, and I almost mm-hmm. went straight to mom about it. But I wanted to know for sure, and now I do. So, Barry, what's happening? You do this tomorrow. Barry, what's going Maddie, on? Matt, 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 just Matt, stop. She, she knows. What? 
Wait. She knows, Matt, your mom. She knows. She knows what, Barry? What does she know? Look, Maddie, your mom and I, we haven't been a romantic couple for a long time. And you're out of the house in a couple of years. Your sisters will be out, too. And and then we'll go from there. But I would never do anything behind your mother's back. Do you you understand what I'm trying to say? What? Uh, Not really. No. Okay, well, Uh, we can talk more later. We should get off the radio anyway. Matt? Did he hang up? He did. Barry, I think your son hung up. Uh, so I, I I know you don't want to talk about it on the air, so we're going to let you go. But you're saying you and your wife made an agreement to be together for the kids. And once the kids are gone, you're going to go your separate ways. And you're seeing someone quietly on the side now? Uh, well, yeah, I, separate ways. We'll, we'll get to that later. But yeah, right now, uh, yeah, things. Right yeah, now it's so like an open relationship. Uh, it's yeah. not open. They've moved I on. Guess. They're moving on after. It sounds like I don't want to answer, but Barry, you go ahead. Mm. Sorry. Look, there's a lot going on here, and I don't know if I should be doing this on the radio. Uh, probably not. Okay, well, I'm I'm just going to go. That's well, your choice, Barry. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. No, what I what I heard was. Matt finding all this out now, but what I heard was they haven't really been intimate in a while, and once the kids are all gone, they're going to dissolve the marriage. That's what I heard. Wow. Okay, so going back to Ryan's Roses, it's something that happens. Family unit, kids are growing up, parents grow apart, they stay together for the kids, kids all leave, empty nest, and the parents dissolve the marriage. That is what we heard Barry tell his son, Matt, and Matt heard it for the first time a few minutes ago on Ryan's Roses. That's what's happening. Barry's saying he's not doing anything behind his wife's back and that she knows, and they haven't been really together together in a long time, but Matt, the son in the equation, had no idea. Just to take it to someone we all know, at least the name, Adele, was going through a divorce. She was struggling with, am I being selfish calling it quits on the divorce and breaking up the family unit that is my son's family unit. And she really struggled with that. And I get it because where is that cross of, okay, my unhappiness is going to bleed into this child, but my happiness, even if we're not in this family unit is going to be stronger and a bigger influence Mm -hmm. than keeping it together. Unhappy. I mean, that's a real challenge. That's the key word, happiness. It's you have to be happy but, for but, yourself. But if 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 you know, I don't even know who to ask. I don't know who to role play with anymore. You know, everyone's taken. But if I were married to, sure. yeah, I'm still and, I'm still available. All right, if Patty and oh. you and I, if we were married, <laughs> and we had uh, our son Jeff Tubbs. Mm-hmm. And we grew apart, not like each other, just became sort of like in our own space. Mm-hmm. And then we grow unhappy and Jeff starts to see it and feel it. But we're trying to hide it from Jeff because we want to keep the unit together, not to cause a breakup. What's worse, being together and not happy or causing the breakup and then going for happiness? I think the latter. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I mean, what, it, it... what do I do with that? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, well, I think it, dep- it, d- it depends how old Jeff is. If Jeff is, you know, driving a car. No, he's nine. You know, if he's nine, then I would, you know, I would be a little bit more hesitant. He, he about... was seven and a half at the time you and I started not to be into it. Mm. If he was seven and a half, I would wait until he was able to drive and, you know, had his own friends. Well, then I'd like to come to you and say, I can't do this anymore. I'm totally unhappy. And but I think that's Jeff's what being this couple is doing. It. Yeah. That's what Barry and his wife agreed. They're like, well, we'll stay together. But in order for us to be happy, I need to seek somebody else outside the marriage. But they didn't and tell the kids he's... and the kids are now well, finding out. And the kid's like, what? Uh, you didn't tell the kids, but But Matt sounded happy. old enough to understand it. By the way, we used to be really good at role-playing. I don't know what happened to us towards the end of this year, but we've lost some of our role-playing fire. That was pretty making good role-play. I mean, making tubs the kid. I mean, last resort. Yeah, but you also <laughs> didn't really give, like, you and you didn't set up a really happy marriage between you and Patty. Well, because she's got her own Michael. Color. I'm having a difficult time cutting her Michael out of this equation. Uh, right? yeah, I, I it's, can, like, hard for that. me to... I can't yeah. just, like, not... Wait, so you, you need you need a single person to role play with? Is that what it is? Makes it a lot easier. <laughs> we just bring in someone who's single. Who's single? No one's single anymore. Uh, Erica's single. Mm-hmm. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So over the weekend, all the stars came out for Harry Styles concerts in L.A. Uh, mm-hmm. You were there. I was there. I'm not including myself in that list at all. You're <laughs> so, not. I mean, you, no. Lizzo, BTS, SZA, I mean, that's the list. <laughs> Definitely not. But yes, I was actually sitting across from Lizzo, not like close, like across the whole arena, but I could see yeah. her. Uh huh. And she was dancing the entire time. At one point, Harry Styles even like threw a sunflower at her, which she caught, and she I think mm. she posted it on her social as well. But there was a major moment Friday night. So I went Friday night show. Okay. And Harry helped another fan. Her name was Juliet. He helped her yeah. come out. And the it, it was so special. I cried. I would just happen to be videotaping, and then I just kept taping. It's like a three-minute-long video, but I we pulled some audio for you. Oh, we have it. Okay, let's play that. Is your name Juliet? Okay. You want to do this tonight? All right. You're going to do it tonight? Help me come out, please. Wait, that's Harry Styles, but what's he saying? I can't understand what he's saying. Do you want me to help you come out? Do you want to do this tonight? Who's he talking to? He's talking to Juliet, a fan in the crowd. Okay. She's holding up a sign. You will be very much out. Can I get some suspense building? All right, and then so, he brings the boa up over, and that was the moment that she is officially out. And it was really special, and she was in tears. Everybody was crying. What an emotional moment. I mean, you kind of get know. the picture with the audio, but I mean, mm-hmm. and being there and seeing that must have been um, really magical, huh? I know. And then Saturday night, there was another moment. I wasn't there, obviously, but it went viral. And we'll just take a listen to what he said. Hopefully you can understand it. This is Harry Styles translate. again. Okay. Yeah, it's Harry Styles again. In potentially the most LA thing that has ever come out of my mouth. My therapist is here, so thank you for that. He said it's so LA to say my therapist is here to watch. Yeah. At least he didn't say one of my therapists are here. You That's know, it true. could have been a whole panel of them.
True. I just think, yeah, it's a very <laughs> hey, real and, yes, very L.A. thing to have your therapist. But we advocated. Therapy's not a bad thing, you know? Maddie, good morning. How are you, Maddie? I'm good, thanks. Maddie, what are you up to this morning? It says you're getting married next week. Oh, here we go. I don't know how we'd become the hub for marriage guidance and advice, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you can help me out here. I, um, I, Maddie, just for the record, I'm not married. Sissini's married. Tanya's closest, and Patty is second runner-up to close. So there you go. <laughs> well, I trust you guys. Um, I'm obviously very excited to be getting married, um, but I'm running into an issue that's pretty time-sensitive. Earlier this year, my bridesmaids and I went shopping for dresses, and as most women know, bridesmaid dresses are infamous for their unusual sizing. You typically have to order the dress in a bigger size than you usually wear. My future sister-in-law has always been very body conscious, so when we took her measurements and told her what size to order, it was two sizes bigger than she typically wears. She was not about it and was hell-bent on getting, you know, her regular size. We all warned her not to, but she said it would be totally fine. And, you know, I understand that ordering something two sizes bigger than usual can make you feel a little bad about yourself, but... It's clearly just the brand's, like, weird sizing, and regardless, really is. nobody is going to know, like, what size she is wearing. But we weren't able to sway her to get the bigger size, so she went ahead, ordered the dress in the size that she was comfortable with, but I was pretty confident it was not going to fit. So in early September, all of the bridesmaids' dresses were delivered, and I, of course, immediately wondered about her, but she didn't mention anything about the way the dress fit, so I assumed she was right and was able to make it work. So now here we are uh, a week and a half before the wedding, and I get a call from her last night telling me she doesn't think her dress is going to fit. I have no idea why she waited until now to deal with this. Like, it's one thing if the dress is too big, but she's saying it's too small. And she hasn't gone to a tailor tailor yet and just doesn't seem to be in any sort of rush to do so. I'm trying to stay calm and, like, be nice, but... I definitely, and Maddie, I definitely this is to... your wedding, your big day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so already you've spent two minutes and 28 seconds on this <laughs> extra drama that you do not need worrying about somebody else on your day. I am tired of it. <sighs> I am yeah, tired I just, of it. I, I think this bridesmaid gets disqualified. <laughs> like she, no, she's, no, she's but my yeah, she's, sister-in-law. Oh, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. I, about that. I have so much stress from this story, so I can't right. even imagine what you're feeling. And but does she not understand that she's putting a burden on you here? Apparently not. I think she's making it really more about herself, unfortunately. Well, there you go. You got All right. Real, the only you, solution you, here is she needs to go to a tailor ASAP. They need to add more fabric, and they need to somehow make the dress bigger, right? Or be able to take out... Is it a few inches? What are we dealing with? I assume it's just a couple of inches. Um, I'm hoping so that there's something they can do about it. Um, I don't want to. There's wiggle room. I don't want to be therapist here, but do you think this future sister-in-law is mm, making a stink because you're coming in to break up the, the relationship in a way that she had with her bro? Oh. I- I hope not. I would never I want her to feel that way, of course. 
Well, this could be acting out, which is a sign of territory. Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe if I address that, you know, that's not my intention here. She'll be a little more inclined to get the ball rolling on this dress situation. Is there is a, a, a uh, is there a situation where she can Maddie can quickly address this and then move on and if it doesn't work out at least she tried and she's done her karma thing? The quickly addressing <laughs> is go get your dress fixed. You know what I mean? Like that. Then it's on the sister in law and she needs to take action at that point. You don't need to babysit her and take her to a tailor and be there holding her hand. Well, I'd put it on your fiance and just say have him yo, say you know you're really stressing out my my bride. My soon-to-be mm. wife. I don't want her to deal with this. Can you either get it fixed or just I like, like I like it out? I like it. Is that an option, Manny? Yeah, I actually think that's a good option. I didn't originally didn't want him to feel stressed about it, but you know, well, I think his, his stress turn levels are it. lower than mine. Yeah, it's his turn <laughs> yeah. to feel it. Well, Maddie, congratulations. Yeah. Good luck. Just remember, it's your day with him, not everyone else's day with y'all. It'll Although work it out. Is. All right, bye. I mean, it kind of is. I get it. I know that doesn't totally It's so make true sense. about those dresses. I don't know why the sizing is so off. You have to order them like two or three sizes bigger than what you are. And it's <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, it's e- annoying. Elope. Elope. <laughs> Telling you, I, I know it all sounds pretty on party paper that everybody's getting together and doing this stuff with friends and family, but look at the hassle every single time. There's a hassle. If I had, how many it's calls true. do you think we get about weddings where it's about a hassle? I mean, at least and it's once created every by couple these, weeks. Uh, it's, it's created by family members usually. Marking the territory. I mean, life, life has stress. That's right. So this is just part of it. Elope. Too late over here. Well, you don't know. I may have already done it. What do you know? I wouldn't Wait, change what? a thing about my wedding. If you I eloped, eloped, if I did, I don't know when I would tell you. So you, you're you saying that you may already be married? No, it's impossible. No. But I would yeah. elope and hold it to myself for a while, probably. For how long? You would. A few minutes? <sighs> Depends. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't Who think would I you could? elope with? Who would you elope I'd with? Come back on a Monday be like, what would you be do this weekend? Wife. You'd be like, I you eloped. Think- don't, no, I wouldn't like roll in. Hey, guys, 6.30 in the morning. I eloped over the weekend. Here's Shawn Mendes tickets. I feel like that's exactly how you would do it. Yeah, actually. Um, hey, it's Monday. That means tell me something good. I got it next. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, Katie, 102.7 Kiss FM. We're ready. Tell me something really good. We are ready for you. I have fantastic news. My son who has been going through speech therapy since he was about 18 months old is now talking in complete sentences not complete, but pretty darn close to it and i'm so proud of him and it has been a long road and there were days where i didn't know if i would ever hear my son say i love you and the other day he said i love you and god that was the he started speech therapy when he was three no no he started when he was 18 months and he's gonna be three in a month Okay, uh-huh. God, wow. Well, that, what, how beautiful. That's incredible. And it, we, we are in intensive speech therapy, so about 12 to 15 hours a week, and I had to leave my job and dedicate my life just to hoping one day that he would be able to talk, and we are here now, and um, it's a bit of a transition now. Now I'm having to fight now for services for him because now he's doing better. <laughs> wow. So, um, wow. What, what a blessing. It. It just really, 
makes the point that every word is precious. Every mm-hmm. word we speak yes. is a precious mm-hmm. moment, isn't it, Katie? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I'm so thankful for his progress. And now uh, we still have a long road ahead of us, uh, but we're thankful for every little milestone that we hit. Well, what's your son's name? His name is Jameson. Jameson. Jameson, thank you very much, Katie, for calling Jameson. Thinking about you. You have a good day, Katie. Take care. Bye. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So this is a trending report about Pete and Kim. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. Let's go for it. Yeah, so first they were friends, and now they're holding hands. Every article, every headline that was posted is calling Pete Davidson a rebound for Kim Kardashian. So everyone was speculating that they were dating. And then so Kim's 41, Pete Davidson is 28. And last week they were photographed holding hands in Palm Springs. And the best part of this is that Pete Davidson isn't wearing um, a part of Kim's Skims holiday collection, like his, his pants were Kim's holiday Skims collection. Yeah. She was wearing a pair of Yeezys, which is just like LOL. But Pete Davidson is the first guy that has been romantically linked to Kim since her divorce from Kanye. Yay. So this is my question for you guys. All the headlines are calling Pete a rebound. If you're a rebound, do you just live in your rebound and enjoy it? Or do you try to sweep that person off their feet and take it to the next level? Uh, Sissany, go for this one. Take it. Michael and I were a rebound. We were both each other's rebounds right off of another relationship. And then it evolved into what it is now. But yes, I went in with the mentality of he's a rebound. This is a summer fling because we met in like May. I was like, this will just be like a summer fling and I'll get over the guy and this will be great. I think any time it's a rebound, not a rebound, are you always trying to sweep someone off their feet? Isn't that the... Yeah. Isn't that the name of what it's all about? Yeah, but it's like if you're dating Kim Kardashian, you just re- you know realize she just came out of a divorce. She has four yeah. kids. Like, do you think she really wants to jump into something serious? I, I we can we don't know, but I think when you're look, I, life is short. When you're into it, you're rebound. You're not rebound. Try and romance and sweep. Why not? <laughs> Give it your all. Go for it. Make an impression. I have heard that Pete Davidson is quite the romantic and that he does try like he when he's dating somebody, he really tries to just like be the then I I like him even more on air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us. A, uh, an all new second date updates tomorrow. I'm very excited about it. 720. We'll get into second date update. Also, more sold out Jingle Ball tickets presented by Capital One tomorrow, too. Until then, take good care. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.